Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, <laughs> oh my god i'm sure i have mentioned this before but i forgot until just now yeah is it on some more news or even more news or just behind the bastards i don't know but on one of those cody has a time machine noise yeah behind the bastards yeah because yeah. it's just <laughs> <laughs> he's a menace <laughs> that's our time machine noise too. oh god no absolutely not oh what would it would be a, a a pleasing time machine noise. Oh, not that. What's a good? What's a sound that you like? Oh, uh, rain. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Rain. A storm. Oh yeah, that'd be tight. Be like, all right, we're going back in time. Just like, <laughs> like oh god, <laughs> sailing worry. through this weather. It's safe. It's just a sci-fi storm. It's just a sci-fi storm. We fine. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I made a. I can't think of any right now, of course. But I made mm. a list of sounds that I really like. Oh, that's the other cute. Day. Yeah, I really like the sound of um like fingers on guitar strings like when they slide oh yeah i like that sound yeah so well, i like when people leave it in a song mm-hmm. you know and you can hear it i like that a lot um i like the sound of suction cups yeah being pulled off of something so just pop oh yeah that's a nice that'd be a lot sound for a time, a time machine. machine though yeah. unless it was like instantaneous like a pop would just be kind of pop funny and we were there yeah yeah but just guitar string noises no. for like five minutes <laughs> Too much. I, I, I don't, don't know yeah, how the, long it takes to go back in time actually text is really important but probably <laughs> it depends on how far back you're going i guess but i don't know i've never time traveled what Except we just did it last week into the future one second at a time uh yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> today in the car for some reason i just kept i was driving i just kept going the future is now the future is now <laughs> The future is now. Future is now. Were you alone? No. There were two other people in the car not laughing, but I was laughing at myself. I don't need you to think this is funny, actually. I thought it was hilarious. The funniest person I know. I say that a lot. Anytime I have a joker, I'm like, I mean, you know, I have a joke that nobody else thinks is funny. I'm like, I don't need you guys. (laughs) Amuse myself. That joke is funnier than you acted. (laughs) Joke was for me. Yeah. Not you. Exactly. I'm not trying to impress any of y'all. Oh, fuck you. You're already my friends. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we're going back to 1964 again. Uh, if you're just joining us, last week we did the history of August 1964. And now we're doing pop culture that happened in August 1964 to go along with our movie that we've chosen for this month, month which is Mary Poppins. Yeah. So back at Snake over there. It's me. Bucket Sink is going to tell us a little bit about the things that happened in 1964 in a pop culture sense. Spoiler alert, this mostly the Beatles. Yeah, there's so much. <laughs> I 
Honestly, I did more research for this episode than I usually do, and I found the least. Yeah. Because I think just because it was so long ago, it's hard to find things that are specifically like month to month. Right. It's easy to find stuff that was like, this happened this year. Right. Well, and they hadn't invented paper yet, so nobody was writing anything down. Right. You know, it's it was all, all just, just oral word of, history. Oral history. Yeah, word of mouth. <laughs> you know, so it's kind of hard to keep track. They're just like, I think it's August. <laughs> I don't know. It's hot. So <laughs> probably August. <laughs> well, I found some interesting facts. Average cost of a new house, $13,000. Wow. Average income per year, $6,000. That's insane. You could have your house paid off in two years. Well, if you didn't have any other expenses, I guess. Sure. But if you've got two, okay, guess so the average, average one person income. Yeah. So you've got two people bringing in $6,000 a That's year. That's true. It's not going to take very long. <laughs> yeah, but if you make $50,000 a year, yeah, why haven't you paid off your house yet? Well, for one thing, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> the average cost of a new car was $3,500. Yeah. Average monthly rent was $115. Wow. Which, honestly, rent is too high right now, but I feel like I've always found good situations. Yeah. So I feel like that's not that bad. Like, no. it, it should be lower. You know, in 1964. Yeah. I feel I mean, like it should be like $30. Sure. But that's just <laughs> $30. But, that, you know, that's the average. So, you yeah, know, true. obviously you're going to find places that are lower. And you still got your penthouses in New York that are like astronomical. So True, true. Cost of a gallon of gas, 30 cents. Mm-hmm. Loaf of bread, 21 cents. Mm-hmm. Postage stamp, 5 cents. Wow. Ticket to the movies, $1.25. Okay, that's the one that makes me the most mad. <laughs> Because now you can't, I mean, if you want snacks, you can't get out of the movies for less than $50. Yeah, I think that's the sign of being an old person. Of being like, and back in my day. Yeah. The movies were only, it's true, because it's a constant. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be more expensive. No. The other things, like, okay, maybe sure, but the movies. Right. They're just, they're not doing anything. Yeah. You got to do what we did in my family growing up, which Mm -hmm. was you go to the dollar store in town. Yeah. Get your snacks. Get your my mom. We had like a literal like a dime store. Oh, nice in town. Yeah, Terry's Five and Dime. Mm-hmm. And my mom would give us all a bag, like a little brown paper bag, Aww. at the candy counter, and she'd be like, "You get one dollar worth of candy," which Aww. at the dime store was a lot. Yeah, ten candies. And then we would <laughs> ten candies. She would also, but I mean, you got like a cool, you know, like a mixed bag of things that yeah. you liked, which was pretty cool. And sometimes she would pop popcorn beforehand, and we would just sneak that into the movies too. So Damn. honestly, if you just bring things from home, brazen, it's pretty cheap. Yeah. <laughs> and then you go to the dollar movie. There you go. Take a whole mess of kids. Right. Yeah. Cheap. Anyway, I'm sorry. What were you saying? Uh... <laughs> Tell me more. Well, when I was in high school, I used to go to the movies all the time, and it was like six twenty-five, I think. Yeah. And I would just save all my quarters. Nice. And yeah, pay for the movies in quarters. <laughs> Do enough times they're just like, just go, don't just keep I'm it. I'm sick of the quarters. I don't want to count them. All right, on August second, nineteen sixty-four, the wreckage of the plane piloted by Jim Reeves, a country western singer, is found near Brentwood, Tennessee, forty-two hours after it crashed, and there are no survivors. I, I think- don't know him. Just because you're a celebrity does not mean you should fly a plane. No. There's so Was many Was he st- flying the plane? Door- yeah. Piloted by Jim Reeves. Oh, it says right there. <laughs> oh, it says right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bummer. But also, I wonder, you think he died right away? I hope so. They didn't, I, I hope so, too. They didn't find her for 42 hours. Yeah. So he didn't survive the 42 hours. <laughs> That's true. After crashing his plane, but did he survive? I hope not. I hope it was instantaneous. 
Yeah, I just feel like there's so many stories of celebrities being like, well, I'm wealthy enough to learn to fly a plane, but doesn't mean I'll be good at it. Yeah, it doesn't mean that you should. Yeah. It makes me think of the book A Simple Plan, where that guy finds the crashed yeah. plane with a bunch of money in it. Mm-hmm. That book is good, because it it's Scott good. Smith, yep. who wrote The Ruins, which is the best book. The best worst book ever written. <laughs> exactly. On August 8th, Bob Dylan releases his fourth album, Another Side of Bob Dylan. Which could either mean there are four sides to Bob Dylan, <laughs> side A, side B, side C, side D, or he is a side dish, <laughs> and I would like another serving. Care for another side of Bob Dylan? <laughs> I would love another side of Bob Dylan. I love Bob Dylan. His first album is called Bob Dylan. A side of Bob Dylan. And then the second one is called Another Side of Bob Dylan. <laughs> would you care for How Bob many Dylan? sides does this man have? Can I refresh your Bob Dylan? <laughs> is there enough salt and pepper on your bob dylan <laughs> also on august 8th a rolling stones concert in the netherlands ended in a riot after the fourth song which i was like okay maybe i'll look into this that sounds fun maybe i can find some cool details no no just like oh just there's a riot no information yeah they got mad i know i was i was also trying to read a little bit more about it and i found an article that was just like here are a bunch of times that the Rolling Stones concert ended in a riot. I know. Which I, it happened multiple times. I typed in Rolling Stones riot, I think. And it, it's just like a bunch of different years. And yeah. I was like, what? Excuse me? It kept happening. And the only explanation that I found was just basically like, you know, they were like these tough guys. Mm, with this Kind of. I mean, Mick Jagger weighs eight pounds. But yeah. Anti-establishment. Yeah, very much. Yeah. And they were getting in trouble for like having drugs Whoa. on their person, you know. Yeah. And so they started attracting this like unsavory crowd unsavory types right and then they (laughs) would go abroad and so you get all these like unsavory so i mean that literally was just what it is it's just the crowd got too hype yeah to see the rolling sets they were like at this specific one i think they were like pre-mad because the band came on before you know to open for them yeah like fuck you give us the stones and then like So the stones came out. They were already so, so fucking jacked up. They got all worked up. I know. It, I guess maybe overseas they didn't get that it was like a bit. Yeah. That the Rolling Stones were like tough anti-whatever yeah. dudes. I mean, they definitely like leaned into it. Yeah, you know? for sure. But um, but they were fine. Wild. I just don't. I have never <laughs> seen a, a musical act mm. that made me forget who I was. You know? Yeah. Like, not this. Not when you see girls like watching Elvis and they're like crying or like tearing their hair and it's just like I'm, i've never been so stoked to see someone tearing your hair yeah i mean you know? the most i can think of is like when we saw the distillers yeah i didn't know i was gonna cry yeah and i cried a lot yeah but i wasn't tearing out my hair i was just like oh, it's brody yeah but you like, you know you kept it to yourself right you know well you weren't it was also the sweatiest venue i'd ever been in yeah that was rough i almost fainted yeah and <laughs> I was at a I was at a leftover crack show once and I got punched in the face. Mm. But that was a smaller crowd, so no riot. Right. Yeah, <laughs> different. Maybe if it's a big crowd and they're punchy people. Maybe. I don't know. I just um Yeah, what are we rioting about? I don't know. I I don't know. I guess, you know, everybody's getting hype and they're too drunk and then the guy next to you starts you know, a little shovey and you're like, Well, I, I certainly am not gonna stand for that. Yeah. You start shoving back <laughs> excuse me, sorry. Uh, I believe you shoved me. I don't know. I truly don't know. I, it's not comprehensible to me. No. Oh. Well, on August 11th, The Beatles' Hard Day's Night was released in theaters in the U.S. and in Canada. And a hard day's night. 
And I've been working like a dog. My dad's band used to cover that song. Yeah, it's okay. I like it. I. How do you feel about the Beatles? Fine. Yeah, I do too. I know a lot of people are like, fuck the Beatles, they're stupid. I don't even get It's like, okay. They're really not that polarizing. They shouldn't be that polarizing. No, they're just pop because music. Because they're fine. Yeah, like it's fine. Um, But they're also, you know, uh the influence yeah I yeah i think people it's just it's the same thing with anything else where people are like mm. oh it's not popular i hate it it's i like, know it's like why do you have such strong feelings about something that they're not worth hate they're the yeah beatles. and also it's it's kind of like david bowie where you're t- they went from you know i want to hold your hand mm-hmm. to like the, and it's like you're telling me between all those different albums they put out you yeah. can't find one sound that you like right there's so many sounds yeah, they changed so many times mm-hmm I really liked them when I was a kid, when I was really little. Yeah. Because my mom had, like, a cassette tape of them, and it was, like, one of the first little cassette tapes that I would, like, dance around the house to. Or yeah, whatever. that's cute. And then when one came out, uh huh, when they re-released a bunch of stuff, yep. I was really into it, because I think it was when we were in high school, maybe? Yeah. Because I think I had the CD in my car. Yeah, we did, yeah. too. Well, my dad had it, yeah. And I remember being really into it, and I also distinctly remember realizing that john lennon died in 1980 and i was not even born until 1987 yeah and i was just like it is so weird yeah because i mean whatever you feel about the beatles i don't really feel that strongly about them one way or the other now sure. as an adult but like to have that kind of reach yeah is in- insane because I, I listened to that music as a teenager in the early 2000s right being like you know, maybe not like, oh, I relate to this, but it was still enjoyable to me. Mm-hmm. And to think that it had been written and made so long ago. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. We yeah. do that a lot at my house because, mm-hmm. as I have mentioned, my father is very old. Yeah. Very old is not. That's not fair. My he, father's old. He's old for us. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you know, he's in his 70s. So yeah. he'll... Actually, I did this to my mom the other day because I sent her a screenshot of bruce springsteen's greetings from asbury park yeah i said this album turns 50 years old today oh she was like ah shit (laughs) (laughs) and so we do you know we'll be listening to yeah the beatles or whatever and my dad will be like this song came out you know when i was in my 20s and you guys are listening to it you know now yeah and stuff that he listened to when he was younger and it's just cool that lasting impact and impression yeah the ability to appeal for so long to yeah. be appealing for so long is super interesting. Yeah. Whether you like it or not. If you don't like it, who cares? Yeah, it's it's one of those things that's like you don't have to like it, but you gotta you gotta recognize the the, the impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, speaking of the Beatles, <laughs> on August nineteenth, the Beatles start their second visit to and their very first nationwide tour of the United States with a concert at the Cow Palace in Daly City or Daly City? Daly, I would assume. Uh, Dilly Daly City, (laughs) California. Before more than 17,000 fans. And according to many, this is the start of Beatlemania. That's too many people. That's so many. My hometown, the whole county had 20,000 people in it. Yeah. 17,000 people. They're all there. Yeah. Everyone was there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. On August 22nd, the Supremes reached number one on the Billboard Hot 100 chart with the first of five successive number one hits, Where Did Our Love Go? Where did our love go? And I also tried to look up some stuff about the Supremes, but it was very confusing. Oh? Yeah, because it was like the lineup changed so often. Mm. 
that I couldn't really keep track of who was doing what. Mm-hmm. I was like, I need a string board <laughs> to figure this out. For the Supremes. Yeah, but, you know, it's basically Diana Ross. Yeah. And they started in uh, Detroit Projects. That sounds right. Which is cool. Yeah. Yeah, they just kind of started doing stuff around town and then got picked up. Like, the thing that never happens anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then August 26th, the Kinks released their iconic single, You Really Got Me. Nice. Yeah. I don't particularly like that song, but I like the Kinks. Yeah. Also, the Kinks is just a good band name. Yeah. Come dancing with the Kinks. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of Bob Dylan and the Beatles, (laughs) because that's all that happened (laughs) in this time period. On August 28th, Bob Dylan introduced the Beatles to marijuana during this so-called first tour of the United States. Yeah. The first meeting between the legendary artists took place at the Delmonico Hotel in New York City. See, they're cool. Yeah. They're edgy. I just wonder, like, A, who arranged that meeting? Which which side was like, I want to meet the other side? It was just accidental. They just bumped into each other. In and the, in the lo- they reached for the same suitcase. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you yeah. bumped Dylan. Oh, that's my guitar. <laughs> oh, wait, hang on. That wasn't my... I got to reach back to Land Before Time and oh, think my of my John Lennon. Oh, my God. <laughs> Try to be a Petri again. <laughs> See, that's my luggage. <laughs> Hold on a tick. Aren't you Bob Dylan? He's like, yeah. You go without Petri? Without. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. John Lennon. <laughs> God. Oh, um, no. I know it's funny, but I started to get sad. <laughs> don't cry. Don't cry. Ah! <laughs> uh, I just, like, who wrote this down? <laughs> who was like, know. oh, uh, the oh. boys are trying marijuana. Oh, uh. This is going to change history. <laughs> Write it down. This is what, have you seen Almost Famous? Yeah, it's been a long time, though, and I only saw it the once. Oh, this is one of my favorite movies. So that that's what teen heartthrob patrick fugit's character is doing he's just oh, in the background right he's just hanging yeah. out with these rock stars so he's just like oh mom dylan beatles <laughs> weed <laughs> a little nice. notepad uh, yeah i don't know that's a who knows maybe ringo wrote about it in his diary <laughs> maybe i love the quote that's like an interviewer asking one of the Beatles, like, do you think Ringo is the best drummer in the world? Yes. <laughs> like, Ringo isn't even the best drummer in the Beatles. <laughs> no. So funny. They're so funny. They just dunk on Ringo all the time. I know. Incredibly sassy. So I also have here the number one songs, the Billboard okay. number one songs okay. for August 1964, mm-hmm. A Hard Day's Night, the Beatles. All right. 
August 15th through 21st, Everybody Loves Somebody by Jean Martin. And August 22nd to September 14th, Where Did Our Love Go by the Supremes. Okay. It's very interesting to see this transition of like these crooners from the 50s. Yeah. Still holding on, Mm -hmm. you know, and then because my dad, we should have had my dad on for this episode because he really could have talked about my dad. His mom was one of those people who was just like, just upset that the Beatles existed, you know, oh. just like, oh no, you know, I don't think Rock she went so music. far as to as to burn the records, but yeah, yeah, she was she was very into Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin and all those guys, yeah. you know. And then my dad was like, oh, what do you think about this? And she was like, oh no. Well, actually, interesting. Yeah, I did read when I was reading about the Supremes. Other than them having like really nice voices, something that appealed to audiences was their image yeah of like the nightclub crooner like very polished mm-hmm. um but their music was leaning more modern yeah so so they were a nice transition yeah 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 sort of like uh will smith what will smith did for rap music <laughs> yeah the in the 90s cursing. yeah yeah he made it more palatable mm-hmm <laughs> Um, I was going to talk about other movies released in August 1964, but I recognized none of them. No, me either. There was one with Gregory Peck that I was like, I at least know that man. He's in and I, To Kill a Mockingbird. He was in other movies? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I recognized the name, but not enough to remember it now. Yeah. But I was like, oh, okay, Gregory Peck. I feel like I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. But no, none of the movies, not to me either, yeah. seemed familiar. Um, I'm not sure what time period this happened, but in 1964, most of NBC's programs are now broadcast in color. Okay. So color TV was becoming more common. Yeah. In in 64. Yeah. And in lieu of finding anything else interesting that isn't about the Beatles <laughs> or the Vietnam War, I did discover that the G.I. Joe was released in 1964, and I guess uh, it was on my mind since we just talked about toys Yeah. last month. Mm-hmm. I found it just really interesting that the G.I. Joe was developed as a doll for boys, basically. They were like, we're making so much money off of selling dolls to girls, but, you know, nobody's going to buy a doll for a boy. Right. What if we put him in pants? Yeah, but they're like, because even the Ken was not for boys, you know, the Ken and Barbie are still girl toys, Mm -hmm. you know. So the original idea was developed by Stanley Weston, who is a Manhattan licensing agent. He made some prototypes and basic market marketing materials, and he showed them to Donald Levine, 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 Adam Levine, Levine, Donald, <laughs> who was who worked at Hasbro. And Levine told him, "You're going to make a fortune with these." Yeah, and he sold the concept to Hasbro for a hundred thousand dollars, and the GI Joe was released in 1964. That's cool. Yeah. I I know it's older, but it seems like such a 90s thing in my brain. I guess because of the cartoon. Yeah. Since the 60s, like I said, parents were never going to buy their son's dolls. So this is where the word action figure came from. Yeah. They invented the term action figure to sell G.I. Joe's so that parents would feel comfortable buying them for their kids. God. Yeah. The, the lengths that we go to mm-hmm. to gender the world I know. is just so exhausting. Yeah. The Hasbro prototypes were originally named Rocky. He was the Marine slash soldier. Mm-hmm. Skip was the sailor and Ace was the pilot before it just became the more universal G.I. Joe. Okay. 
Um, there was an African-American figure introduced in 1965, though it was simply the same face as the white figure painted brown. <laughs> I don't know if that is worse than the actual like black man face that they would have come up with. I know. So maybe it's just better. Yeah. I ho- yeah. Who knows? The possibilities are... There's just too much room for error there. What if it's just the whole figure is just painted brown? <laughs> Like the clothes and everything. It's just one monotone oh boy. color. Monochromatic. Yeah. Um, I thought this was interesting. Aside from the obvious trademarking, because they have like the G.I. Joe stamp on their butt. Mm-hmm. Other aspects of the figure were copyrighted features that allowed Hasbro to keep other people from making like knockoff copies or whatever. Okay. Because you cannot copyright or trademark the human figure. Oh, that makes so sense. So they can't be like... You can't make toys that look like right, a soldier. Look like a man. Right, yeah. Yeah. So they put a scar on the right cheek, so that's a trademarked thing. Okay. And also, it was unintentional at first, but the right thumbnail ended up on the underside of the thumb. Oops. And so that was like a trademarked thing, and they just kept that going. I don't know if they still do it, but that was how they copyrighted the G.I. Joe at first. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's how you know it's a genuine yeah G.I. Joe very interesting where that thumbnail at they also after the Vietnam War started they didn't want to be associated with selling like war toys yeah so they made it more into the adventure team okay and less into like soldier yeah types which I thought was an interesting take yeah because you think they could just market it on the war but it was such an unpopular war right that they were like no these guys are survivalists. Yeah, they're they're just out here they're tracking, vibing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's oh. actually where the word vibing came from. Oh yeah, the GI Joe. <laughs> yeah, but I just thought that was interesting. Absolutely, that the GI Joe is a that old mm-hmm. and b that gendered. <laughs> I don't know why I was surprised. So, yeah, that's yeah. true, especially in the sixties. But but that's all that happened. That's all that Besides happened. the Vietnam War and the Beatles and Mary Poppins. That's wild. I mean, you know that there was all kinds of shit going on. I mean, just watch Forrest Gump. But yeah, there's just not as much. It's just not labeled by the month yeah, as much as not. And we have to, found. You know, like like with the movies and stuff. It's like, well, this just doesn't resonate with us because yeah. we don't. None. I don't know who these people are. Right. But that's still uh, very interesting. This is definitely like. A time. If I had a time machine, I, this is where I would go mm-hmm. just to experience it musically. You know, yeah. there's a lot of really great music going on at this time. That's what I am. Really cool to go see. I'm interested to pay attention to the music in Mary Poppins. Yeah, and see like what era are you replicating? You know, mm-hmm. like are you going more modern? Or are you trying to stick with like mm. classic theater sounds? Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. I just, I want a time machine where I'm not even a time. I just want to be able to travel through time and no one can perceive me. I just want to be there. Yeah. No, I don't want to change anything. I don't want to mm. touch anything. I don't want to interact with people. I would just want to go sneak into concerts. Just observe. And go see, you know, Bob Dylan yeah. in the 60s. Because I've seen Bob Dylan, but it was in the in the ooze. The ooze. Um, I think you need uh, three ghosts to do that. <laughs> that's fine <laughs> that's the only way you get to just observe yeah i mean I'm, I'm okay with that i don't know what lesson they'd be trying to teach me like he is bob dylan <laughs> and i'll take it but yeah when i saw him he didn't touch a guitar 
Oh, once he played the keyboard the whole time, which I was like, okay, okay, was cool, John, because we were in the same space, <laughs> you yeah, know. Yeah. Like I was like, hey, there he is. He's, He's right, right there. there. Um, but still, I was just like, this is weird. Uh, but I would love to see him, you know, and and all these. I mean, it'd be cool to go see the Beatles. It'd be cool to go see. Yeah, as long as you didn't Joni get Mitchell trampled. And Joan Baez and all. Well, if I were invisible. Oh right, 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 right. You right. know, but um, I would don't think like we talked about last week. I don't think I would want to live i don't know i talked to my mom about it today and she was like i was seven i was having a great time well yeah well it's fair because your dad was too old for the vietnam war yeah and your brother was too young yeah and you were a white person so it was pretty okay for you (laughs) yeah i'm financially stable like you're doing fine yeah yeah that's interesting too my whole family everyone's ages fell just right that i have no veterans yeah in my family history yeah i mean i have some that like you know voluntarily joined and but didn't weren't a part of like you know the big wars yeah yeah i have two because my dad was in vietnam because he was he was like we talked about he was 15 years old when it started but it went on long enough that he got drafted yeah and his mom he was working at a grocery store and his mom showed up to his work crying with his draft letter and she was like we can move to canada if you want you know we'll absolutely pack up and go and i could not imagine i would leave yeah like no you're not taking my child yeah well that's i mean my mom and my brother had to have that same conversation in you know the 2000s when the iraq war was going on yeah like are we started and we talked about if there's a draft yeah, yeah and you know my mom told my brother the same thing we'll move we'll absolutely move yeah but you know but my dad was like i don't want to not be able to come back to the united states for who knows how long you right, know, being yeah. a draft dodger or whatever you really have to be gone for a long time or go to jail or whatever so he just said i'll just go you know and he went and luckily it was fine yeah um but yeah you know it's your little baby i know 18 <laughs> year old baby boy 18 year olds are children no. i cannot imagine i'm gonna go off and fight a war and f- and to fight a war with no apparent cause yeah you know that was that's true because world war one and world war two especially you can really feel like we're doing something right yeah what 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 <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. was happening in Vietnam that we didn't like that we felt we needed to be involved? Well, it was the fear of communism spreading, but it was so like, yeah, not concrete. The yeah, fuck them. Yeah. Let them be communists. That's fine. I know. <laughs> we don't have to do what they're doing, actually. It's, Turns out. You know, if everybody else jumped off a bridge. Yeah. Would you? Actually. Everybody else was a communist. They would. <laughs> I don't know. Just wild. But yeah, so so my dad was in Vietnam and then my mom's dad actually lied about his age to join the army oh he joined at 16 why the hell you would want to do that what war was he in i don't know it must have been i don't know korea yeah maybe so another war that i'm like why right i don't i don't know if he actually ever he was just in the army but he volunteered oh okay to be in the yeah you just wanted to join not yeah yeah probably you know something to do but (laughs) you know something to do 16 years old when they're not they don't want you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> they asked for eighteen year olds. He was like, "I'm 18. Like, are you sure? You're you a got baby. a little baby face. You little baby. Could not be me. Everybody was just born at just the right time. That none of my yeah grandparents were in any of it. Nice. Yeah. Well, cool. Okay. That, that's all we have. This that's week. all we got. Yeah, it's a little short one because we could just talk about the Beatles more. But you know, that's okay. Damn, I kind of want to listen to the Beatles now, though. 
Just for I, the nostalgia, really. They're good. I loved them so much when I was younger. I care what anybody says. They're delightful. Yeah. And they seem like, yeah, like silly people. You know, nice, silly. I mean, John Lennon was kind of a twat. Yeah. Like, towards the end a little bit. You know, got a little bit uh, too yeah. for his britches, I think. But he didn't deserve to be killed. No, certainly not. <laughs> Paul McCartney seems like a lovely gentleman. I love yeah. Ringo Starr. George Harrison seemed nice. I don't know. They're yeah. just... It's just like, why are you getting so upset about yeah. such an innocuous thing? I know. That's, oh no, it's just going to be, I hope this isn't turning into another Dane Cook situation where we're like, all right, you know what? Official podcast stands. Oh, yeah. Not that bad. No, we're not taking any more official podcast <laughs> We were finally like, you know what? Dane Cook didn't do anything wrong. We all just decided he was annoying. And <laughs> then the next week, <laughs> he was like, I'm marrying an 18 year old or whatever. He's She's she's in her 20s but they met they started dating when she was 18 mm-hmm. and they met when she was 15 fucking gross yeah so thanks a lot dane cook for making us look like assholes yeah asshole right <laughs> you're the asshole <laughs> not us whatever okay that's the end of this episode so we're going to do our sign off now because that's how we end the episodes right. so if you want to come talk to us you can do that on instagram or email replay rewind podcast <laughs> or tumblr replay rewind podcast all of that same shit and then <laughs> me i just tired of talking so, <laughs> if you want to listen to our other episodes you can find them on stitcher spotify google apple maybe amazon i, I did know. sign up for amazon oh, yeah, i haven't okay. heard back yet but it might by the time this comes out it might sure be yeah maybe we'll be on amazon you can also and iHeartRadio. oh okay iHeartRadio. sure 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 yeah uh, you can also join our Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. We got bonus episodes. Uh, you know, if you're just joining, there's a whole couple years worth of shit for you to catch up on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll shout out your name on the show. We'll send you a sticker in the mail. We will name our firstborn child after you. No. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Depends on your name. Right, I can't yeah. guarantee it. <laughs> we only have one firstborn child. Right. It can happen. <laughs> in the meantime, <laughs> stay fresh, cheese bags. And don't forget to reduce, reuse, recycle, replay, and re... Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.